0: got you there got you got you there with got you there got hey guys i want to tell you about the brand i'm obsessed with right now and you guys know i'm pretty obsessive about the brands i work with especially when it comes to athletic apparel you guys need to check out 10000 you need to head to 10000.cc And you guys can enter code WGYT and you're going to receive 20%. Yes, 20% off your entire order. Why do I love 10,000? 10,000 created the only training shorts you'll ever need. They do so by simplifying your options to deliver three premium shorts that perfectly cover all the ways you train. They have one built for versatility, another for durability, and one super lightweight, perfect for one of those runs or... Whatever else you do for fitness, no matter what you do, they have you covered. CrossFit, running, spin, yoga, lifting, or your weekend adventure, it doesn't matter what you do for fitness. They have a short for every way you train. They make it super simple, too, to find the right short. Just pick the short that's best for you, your lifestyle, personalize it with your individual needs with a custom liner and inseam options, and start getting after it. Not sure if they have the right short? No need to worry, you guys. Make a return or exchange. They offer free shipping, free exchanges, and free returns on every order. Like I said, 10,000 is my favorite brand right now. I am wearing their apparel all the time when I'm working out. I can't recommend them enough. Head to 10,000.cc, enter code WGYT, and you've got 20% off your entire order. You guys know how much I love travel so I think you're really gonna like this next brand. That brand is GlobeKick. Head to globekick.com, check out what they've got going on, and you can also enter code WGYT to receive 10% off. GlobeKick makes your travel dreams a reality. They make it easy to discover, plan, and enjoy unforgettable adventures. And you're wondering what some of those adventures are? How about a yoga retreat in Italy? Cage diving with great whites in South Africa? Or their most recent trip was dog sledding and chasing the Northern Lights. Yes, they saw the Northern Lights. I think you guys would love checking them out. So head to globekick.com, enter code WGYT, and you've got 10% off. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Sean back for another solo episode. So I had a blast on the first one, which was episode 118. So I was hoping we could continue this format, maybe do it a little bit more frequently. So over the past few weeks, I've received a lot of questions, not so specific to different things, more about my approach to learning the frameworks I've created for acquiring new skills and the mental models I use. These are all things for the most part I have picked up from other people. These aren't things I created myself. Uh, I adopt them, play with them and, and see which works best for me. So while I'm not an expert in any of these categories, there are a lot of people who are, and I highly recommend you guys checking those out. So those are people, books, podcasts, articles, uh, and they really shape how I think and how I act today. So I couldn't start off without mentioning Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, and they're two of the best resources I've found for understanding business and not making huge mistakes, Uh, Two books I would recommend, I know I've mentioned both of these on the podcast before. First one would be Poor Charlie's Almanac, and then the other one is Seeking Wisdom from Darwin to Munger, and that's by Peter Bevelin. Uh, You guys can just check the show notes, also check Amazon. I think both of these might be out of production, so you might have to pay a little bit higher price to receive them. Well worth it. If there's something small you can pick up in one of these books, they'll be well worth their weight in gold. So check those out. Uh, For the mental models, you won't find a better resource than Shane Parrish's Farnham Street blog, which can be found at fs.blog. Shane also has a new book called The Great Mental Models, which provides excellent frameworks into a lot of what I'll be discussing today. Uh, Another one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter and basically consume anything he puts out is Naval Ravikant, and you can follow him on Twitter at Naval. One of his tweet storms, how to get rich without getting lucky, is absolute gold, and maybe I'll unpack that in an upcoming episode, but he does have a new podcast where he unpacks some of his tweet storms, and you can just find that by looking up Naval podcast. That'll pop right up. So I thought we could begin this dive into mental models with a quote from Charlie Munger, and that is develop into a lifelong self learner through voracious reading, cultivate curiosity and strive to become a little wiser every day. I love this quote by Charlie because it's not complicated and it can be done by anyone. So we'll start off in learning techniques and one that I use, uh, one I I think a lot of people can implement and get a lot out of. So it's just a a technique called the Feynman technique, which was created by the Nobel Prize winning physicist, Richard Feynman. And there are four steps to this technique that will help you understand what you're trying to learn as opposed to just knowing the name of the concept you're trying to grasp. So step one, teach it to a child. So you wanna write out what you want to learn then write out what you know about this subject as if you were gonna be teaching it to a child. Use simple vocabulary, simple and basic concepts, and that'll truly show you have a better grasp of it. Step number two is review. You'll encounter gaps in step one in your knowledge, and this is where you've identified the limits of your abilities. Now go back to the source material, relearn it until you can explain it in those basic terms we talked about. Step three is gonna be organize and simplify. Take your notes, turn them into a simple story that flows. Read them out loud, and if it sounds confusing, that is a good indication your understanding still needs a little work, a little refining. And the final one is transmit it, and that means ultimately test it. Convey this knowledge to someone who's got pretty good expertise in this subject. If you can do that and say it in basic terms to them, there's a good chance you've got a great understanding. Remember, it was Feynman who said, what I cannot create, I do not understand. So you guys can Google that technique, learn more about it, but it's a pretty basic, simple concept, and it really works. So next, I'm going to go into the five mental models or principles I use on a consistent basis. But remember, you want to continue and build on the lattice work of these mental models, and that will be a lifelong project. Don't expect to grasp these in this one podcast overnight. These are things I've been researching for a number of years and I still don't fully grasp them. I still can't go to them at all times. So these mental models will improve your ability to understand and make better decisions. The first one that has been discussed on the podcast with guests like Nick Kohnness is asymmetries. And asymmetric risks are ones in which the upside is incredibly large and the downside is very little. This can also be reversed to the downside so for the upside you're essentially risking a little to leverage a lot examples of upside asymmetries are starting a podcast reaching out to people you admire on social media publish your writing online hosting meetups so why are these asymmetric because starting a podcast it isn't very expensive but the reach is exponential Think about someone like Joe Rogan who started his podcast a decade ago and now is making between 50 and $100 million per year just through his podcast. He only has three people on staff. It's very little overhead. Uh, Reaching out to people you admire on social media. What's the worst that's going to happen? They never respond, but who knows? Maybe you get in touch with someone who becomes a mentor for you for the next decade. Publishing your writing online, who's to say someone doesn't read it and you get a book deal out of this? Hosting meetups, especially in a a new town, a city, it's a great way to connect with like-minded people. All of these things have little risk but tremendous upside. And then examples of downside asymmetries, drunk driving or texting while driving, cheating on taxes, things like this. These are things that have very little upside, but tremendous downside. Think of the texting while driving example. Maybe you see the smiley face emoji that your friend just texted you, but in return, you end up crashing the car. It's just not worth it. Avoid these when you can. So when looking for opportunities in life, I often take this approach. Number two is going to be direction over speed. If you're pointed in the wrong direction, it doesn't matter how fast you're traveling. If you're locked on to your desired destination, all progress is positive. No matter how slow you're going, you'll reach your goal eventually. I think too often today, people set out on a course or a journey and hit roadblocks or stop along the way. The problem is instead of learning from those roadblocks and starting to move forward again, we tend to jump to a different path the second the perceived forward momentum has stopped. We're choosing the illusion of progress over what really matters. So what you should do is chart the map, and when you find a route that will get you to where you want to go, stay that course. Forward momentum isn't constant, but you have to stay that course. There's going to be bumps along the way. Stay the course. Number three is going to be contrast bias. And This is an interesting one. I think this is an incredibly important one as well. And and how we value things depends on what we compare them with. So we'll think about it in terms of real estate. You'll see real estate agents do this a lot. They'll start off showing you this overly priced bad property. So every property you guys see after that might not be as expensive, but might be a little nicer. So everything seems better after that. Uh, You'll see this a lot of times in, in different sales techniques. And this is a high contrast where change happens quickly. A low contrast example is with a child growing up in the moment. The changes are too small to notice looking right there in time. But if you look back at pictures, it's remarkable how fast and how much has changed. Warren Buffett once said, "...chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken." So we can use another example. Think about a boiling frog. If you put a frog in boiling pot, it'll immediately jump out. The water's too hot, right? But if you put it at room temperature water and slowly turn up the heat, it won't notice a difference and it'll end up boiling. Now, this is an unrealistic metaphor, but should help you better understand contrast. Now, let's think about it in our own lives. We perceive negative things in our life, but we're living in the best time ever to be alive. Think about your grandparents who maybe were living through the depression or go back to when there wasn't running water or electricity. That sounds absolutely miserable to me. I mean, I've got a supercomputer in my pocket. I can look up anything and connect to anyone almost in the world. We live at a pretty amazing time. Also think about when you just get over being sick, how miserable you felt during those few days. Once you feel better, everything feels better and you appreciate those little things so much more start looking at life through that lens and you'll just begin to appreciate things more. Number four is gonna be second-ordered thinking. This is where we often solve for one problem, but we end up unintentionally creating another problem that's even worse. A great way to explain this is through a problem I'm sure many of you have experienced before. The conundrum of, do we eat that chocolate bar that's right there in front of us when we're hungry, or do we elect to make a healthy snack? So first order thinking would be, hey, it's fast and easy and solves the immediate problem. You're hungry, so you pick up the chocolate bar and eat it. Second order thinking, which is much more important, is a more deliberate and is thinking in terms of interactions and time. Understanding that despite our best intentions, our interventions often cause harm. What you should do is ask yourself, and then what? Thinking of the consequences of continually eating the chocolate bar when you're hungry That might solve the immediate problem, but will create a much worse problem in having poor health. The road to outthinking people can't come from 1st order thinking. It must come from second order thinking. Extraordinary performances come from seeing things that other people can't. The fifth and final one I'll cover today is inversion. Inversion is turning the problem on its head. It's not enough to think about difficult problems one way. You need to think about them forward and backward. Inversion often forces you to uncover hidden beliefs about a problem you're trying to solve for. A simple thought experiment for this would be if you're trying to figure out how to live a better life, think about what would ensure a horrible life. By thinking like this, you can eliminate all those things that would lead to the negative outcome. So if you were gonna live a horrible life, you'd eat unhealthy, you wouldn't socialize a lot, Uh, you wouldn't do stimulating activities. Once you figure out all of those things that would lead to a horrible life, you can eliminate them, and that will set you on a much better path to leading a happier life. Inverting the problem won't always solve it, but it will help you avoid trouble. Inversion will help the understanding of the problem by forcing you to consider different perspectives. Remember, avoiding stupidity is easier than seeking brilliance. So I hope this helped you guys out a little bit, understanding the way I work a lot with trying to solve problems, resources I go to. These aren't going to be quick fixes. This will not be learned and grasped overnight. These are things you need to really work through, do a lot of self-work on them, study them like the Feynman technique, break them down into the simplest terms so that you guys could teach them to a child. Uh, But I truly believe if you start adopting some of these mental models, some of these principles, it will help you guys along your path, along your journey. Remember, you guys can check the show notes to see more about the people, the books, the podcasts I mentioned, the resources I go to a lot. But one final thing I think is, is as you go throughout your day or week, try to read broadly, and think deeply about your own frameworks. That'll really help you guys along your journey. Well, until next time, thanks for joining us on another episode of What Got You There. Hey guys, I wanna tell you about the brand I'm obsessed with right now. And you guys know I'm pretty obsessive about the brands I work with, especially when it comes to athletic apparel. You guys need to check out 10,000. You need to head to 10,000.cc And you guys can enter code WGYT, and you're going to receive 20%. Yes, 20% off your entire order. Why do I love 10,000? 10,000 created the only training shorts you'll ever need. They do so by simplifying your options to deliver three premium shorts that perfectly cover all the ways you train. They have one built for versatility, another for durability, and one super lightweight, perfect for one of those runs or... Whatever else you do for fitness, no matter what you do, they have you covered. Crossfit, running, spin, yoga, lifting, or your weekend adventure, it doesn't matter what you do for fitness. They have a short for every way you train. They make it super simple, too, to find the right short. Just pick the short that's best for you, your lifestyle, personalize it with your individual needs with a custom liner and inseam options, and start getting after it. Not sure if they have the right short? No need to worry, you guys. Make a return or exchange. They offer free shipping, free exchanges, and free returns on every order. Like I said, 10,000 is my favorite brand right now. I am wearing their apparel all the time when I'm working out. I can't recommend them enough. Head to 10,000.cc, enter code WGYT, and you've got 20% off your entire order. You guys know how much I love travel. So I think you're really gonna like this next brand. That brand is GlobeKick. Head to globekick.com, check out what they've got going on, and you can also enter code WGYT to receive 10% off. GlobeKick makes your travel dreams a reality. They make it easy to discover, plan, and enjoy unforgettable adventures. And you're wondering what some of those adventures are? How about a yoga retreat in Italy? Cage diving with great whites in South Africa? Or their most recent trip was dog sledding and chasing the Northern Lights. Yes, they saw the Northern Lights. I think you guys would love checking them out. So head to globekick.com, enter code WGYT, and you've got 10% off. What got you there with Shondelaney? Uh, what got you there with Shondelaney? What got you there with Laney uh, What got you there with got you, got you? Thanks for listening to another episode of What Got You There? If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and also share with your friends. Thanks so much. Looking forward to talking with you next time. If you want to stay up to date on all things I'm working on behind the scenes and everything we've got going on at What Got You There? Head over to whatgotyouthere.com. You'll also be able to see more on podcast guests and what they're doing. Thanks to Justin Great for providing us the intro and outro song. If you like his music and want to find out more about what he's working on, head over to justingreat.com.